0: Okay, I want to welcome everyone uh, to this meeting, and I appreciate you taking time on this uh, Friday. And um, I think I probably have talked to some of you that are on this um, meeting. and those of you that I haven't talked, it's a real pleasure for me to uh, get to know you and try to help you in any way I can uh, with your vision problems. So, uh, I thought before, we get into questions, uh, I'd like to just go through a couple of slides which I think will really be helpful. A little bit about me. I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist and probably about 20 years ago um, I almost uh, died with adult onset asthma and then when a homeopathic remedy cured me of my asthma I said, boy, I got to look into this stuff. And at that time, in my practice of ophthalmology, I was seeing a lot of patients with chronic eye problems, and I felt like I wasn't really helping them. And part of me was thinking, you know, do I really need to do surgery? Are there other ways? And that kind of um, opened up my eyes to a whole different approach of treating eye disease. And I'm not advising you to give up your current eye doctor or ophthalmologist. I think that you know there should be two approaches uh, certainly traditional ophthalmology the surgery can be miraculous I've done a lot of mission work uh, overseas and you know the cataract surgery can be a miracle for people and retinal detachments and things like that but uh, I really want to look at disease in a different way especially those of you that have a chronic problem like macular degeneration and glaucoma Um, The best way to really find out more about what I do is go to my website, healingvi.com. And right on the front page, uh, there's an icon right here, new to this site. And I'll go over some of the information about that. Also, my best-selling book, if you haven't read that book, it's a free download. It goes through uh, all of my approaches. And each chapter is um, essential in helping you understand what you need to do to help reverse your vision loss. Also, every year we have a vision event and all of the content of that vision event is available for you to view. Uh, We usually have a couple of uh, amazing uh, alternative doctors speak on areas of expertise in 2022. We had a presentation on light therapy, microcurrent, alternative treatments, it just packed full of information. So this is probably the most important link new to this site. Uh, Then, uh, you know, download my book, it's a a free copy. And this is the video event. Now, uh, the first step you need to do I think is to either download my book or watch the Ten Essentials webinar. Ten Essentials webinar essentially is my book in a 30 to 40 minute presentation. Then Most of you are interested in your particular problem. Um, a lot of background noise here. I'm going to the speaker um, um, right there. Oh, I can't find the mute button. Anyway, if you don't mind,
1: just
0: um, the previous slide has been based on a of different item. Eye- so most of you who are interested, in this particular program, go there and find out more about alternative treatments for your eye problem. Also, um, I do offer a free eye review. I'll help guide you on treatments which may be beneficial. And also here's uh, a list of um, common therapies that I use in my practice and frequently asked questions. These are all on the website. One of the questions I commonly get is what is the success rate for my particular problem? Well, I have a couple of peer-reviewed studies that were published. There's a link on the home webpage where you can go there and see a collection of uh, articles. All right. So, um, I want to open it up for questions. I guess a couple of different ways you can ask questions is the chat. Just um, type a question. Or another way is for you to kind of raise your hand. Um, there's a little. Icon button in the toolbar where you can raise your hand, or you can just sort of ask a question spontaneously. If you're not uh, talking, uh, please um, mute your microphone because we are getting a lot of background noise here. I don't know who has the background noise to make it static here.
1: <clears throat> Maricela, can you
0: can you mute? Thank you. OK, I think everybody muted there. All right. I do have a question here. Have you ever done any kind of treatment with essential oils? And um, yes, I, I love essential oils. Uh, we routinely use them when we were doing microcurrent. I like to. Uh, soak the washcloths that we use microcurrent in frankincense. Frankincense has a lot of amazing healing properties. I interviewed a brilliant alternative doctor from Miami, who also has a practice in Puerto Rican, uh, Dr. Dr. Vega. And um, that podcast is available. We discuss different essential oils, but I do love essential oils. And I think that they can have a uh, remarkable role in in healing.
1: Other questions?
2: Uh, Dr. Condra, this is Anna. Uh, Do you do
0: chelation? Uh, We used to do chelation therapy in our practice, but currently, I don't have an active physical office. Um, I'm mainly doing uh, consultations remotely. You know, as a result of COVID, it kind of changed the whole paradigm. And when we did develop our home program, we had such great success, and it was able to reduce the cost for patients, because previously, you had to fly to Florida, spend a couple days. But to answer your question about chelation, I think chelation can be extremely valuable for a couple of reasons. Number one, it does open up the circulation in the tiny blood vessels. So I think if you have diabetes, glaucoma, macular degeneration, uh, it can open up the tiny blood vessels to help improve the circulation. Also, one of the main causes for cataracts is elevated lead. And chelation can uh, help reduce the lead levels. The best way to do chelation is um, IV, but because it's expensive, I recommend a lot of patients using uh, a rectal repository and also um, an oral agent. I did uh, uh, publish a book on chelation therapy, and I believe if you can go to chelationbook.com. Uh, you might have a link to that, or you can call the office and we can give you a link uh, for the chelation book. Okay, thank you. Um, There's another question. Will you see anyone in person, unfortunately, I'm uh, mainly doing remote work? In fact, right now, believe it or not, I'm doing this uh, meeting, I'm in France right now, in Southern France. I'm uh, working with some homeopathic doctors here studying homeopathy. Homeopathy is really big in France, probably about 50% of all the doctors here have some type of homeopathy. Um, The question here is, how long does it take for homeopathic remedy to work? Well, that depends on what we're treating. the remedy will work almost instantly. Other times with a more chronic problem, it's slow acting. Generally, I like to see a positive shift in some aspect of the being with a homeopathic remedy. In other words, either a change in your mental emotional state, um, a resolution of some particular symptom. We like to see a positive change. I like it when patients tell me I don't know what you gave me, Dr. Kondrat, but I just, I've never felt so good about myself. And that's what we want. I think homeopathy tends to work first on the mental emotional. Uh, You know, I'm a strong believer that the body will not heal if you're in a sympathetic state or a stress state, you gotta get out of that state. And the homeopathic remedy, uh, if it's the right remedy, will not only help the physical, but the mental and emotional. Um, Are you continuing to apply vitamin C as a treatment? Uh, I'm a big advocate of vitamin C. I think that there are many, many diseases uh, that are due to vitamin C deficiency. There's a brilliant researcher that talked about you know, everyone's familiar with scurvy as a disease that's a result of a complete lack of vitamin C. But I think there are also some pre scurvy, and the belief is maybe cataracts will be a pre uh, scurvy thing or uh, macular degeneration. So I do think vitamin C can be very, very important and valuable in any type of treatment. And here someone said, using the eye program, will my vision be 100% clear or will I just see better than I am? Well, that all depends on your condition. You know, many of you have eye problems and it's due to the aging process. So we're trying to slow down the aging process, and at the same time, kind uh, of reverse uh, 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 mm-hmm. some of your pathologies and get an improvement of vision. In my experience, about 85 to 90% of people that um, do go through my program will have some improvement of vision. Now, what do I mean by some improvement of vision? Well, the goal is is to get you back to a functional level. So if you're having trouble reading, uh, we're interested in helping you improve your vision so you can read or you lost your driver's license. We want you to get the back so you can get your driver's license again. But I th- think it's unrealistic. Um, if you're 70 years old and you have cataracts or macular degeneration, that you want to improve your vision to 2020 like, like it was when you were a teenager. Uh, I do f- believe that you know chronic diseases can be slowed, and in most cases can be reversed. Question here is about, what therapy do you suggest for retinal membrane pucker? Well, the retinal membrane pucker is a disorder of the retina where the retina becomes wrinkled. Instead of being smooth, it becomes wrinkled. And I believe that this is due to inflammation it can also be due to uh, toxins in the body, or it can just be due to general aging changes. So, uh, I've had good I've had homeopathy, uh, microcurrent, um, light therapy, uh, and just simply, you know, reducing stress, changing your diet, proper hydration, etc. There's another good question: Is the homeopathic formula? the same for everyone or is it tailored to the individual? Um, if, I, if I'm treating 20 people with glaucoma, chances are that everyone will need a different or unique homeopathic remedy. In homeopathy, uh, we treat the person, not the disease. So it's much more than just treating one particular eye problem. We're treating you. And uh, it's occasionally, you know, some people will get the same remedy for the same eye condition. But generally speaking, the homeopathic remedy is tailored um, for, for your condition. Let me see. Uh, Marcella, I see your hand is up. Um, oh, do you hear me? Yes, hello? Yeah, hi, how are you?
3: I'm good, yes, hi. I actually, I just started working this out, and I my question is, what guarantee do I have if I would happen to enroll in your program? I'm trying to um, get rid of my eye floaters. It was due to an accident, and I have I 20-20 vision, and my vision was 20-24, but it improved, and... Um, but the eye floaters are still there they're not getting any better is there anything that i could do can you help me with your program
0: uh well certainly i think we can help you because anytime you have an eye condition like floaters it can be um kind of like the tip of the iceberg something going on in your body Uh, It could be due to environmental factors. It could be due to diet, nutrition. It could be due to, you know, some disharmony in your body. So we're not just treating your eye condition, uh, your floaters, you know, we're treating you. And in my experience, experience, most patients um, uh, will have uh, some help. Now, in terms of a guarantee, it's almost impossible. I don't know of one doctor that ever guarantees anything. Right. All I can do is roll up my sleeve and do the best uh, job I can to help you with your particular problem.
3: Yes, because this was due to an accident. It was not due to any environmental problems. I have flashes of light and all that and in both eyes and um I'm just trying to find a way how um, I can see better through my floaters. Even though I have 20/20 vision, I'm unable to see correctly. You know what I mean? It's very difficult well, um, to deal with this.
0: Just the comment, you know, you 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 noted that this started after an accident, so your floaters yes. are unique in that capacity. So, based on the homeopathic approach, we would look at homeopathic remedies that um, uh, are related to accidents. And there's a whole group of homeopathic remedies. So if I was going to be taking your case and analyzing your case from the homeopathic perspective, we would look at that. Okay. And not only would we look at the floaters as being a result of the accident, there may have been some other uh, issues that occurred after the accident, you know, maybe yeah. dizziness, maybe chronic headaches, uh, maybe changes in your digestion, all these things. So we would we would look at those things.
3: Okay, and also, um, yeah, because the doctor told me my the vitreous, it's like uh, very difficult for anything to be done because it's enclosed like a balloon and. The only way is a vitrectomy, but I don't want to do any surgery.
0: No, no, I would advise you against that. That's pretty aggressive surgery. Uh, but, uh, okay, I got to take another question. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay's phone, uh, your hand is up. Can you unmute and I'll take your question? Yes, hello. Um,
2: I um, have a question about um surgery, whether surgery is the only thing I can do. I had a mass behind my eye and got radiation. And apparently the radiation uh, damaged the optic nerve a little bit. So I have vision, but poor vision, low vision in that eye. And what happened was the eyelid never closed completely, just a tiny slit. And the eyelid, um, therefore, the next thing that happened was the cornea uh, got too dried out. And I got a hole in the cornea. So that's what I'm dealing with. And I'm being told the only, only thing I can do is surgery. And I don't know if that even takes care of the eyelid not closing properly. They want well, stitch- you have...
1: um.
0: You have a you have a complex problem, yes. and I would need to, I would need to review your records. But certainly okay. there are alternative treatments that can help with uh, you know this uh, uh, discomfort in your eye. You know you have a lid problem and a corneal problem. You may have dryness and irritation. There's a lot of things that we could do maybe to help your discomfort. But um, you know after radiation you're going to have some physical changes in your body, scarring and things like that. And there's a possibility that microcurrent and other therapies can help. So uh, usually a complex problem like this, it's important that I work with your ophthalmologist. So, uh, you know, we can give you the treatments, uh, not only the best traditional treatments, whether you might need surgery or not, but also alternative treatments. Um, I got another question. Uh, Carol um, Freeman, your hand is up. Can you unmute yourself? Yes, hi, thank you. Um,
4: I was recently diagnosed with the uh, A29 gene for birdshot retinitis and uveitis. And uh, I've been working with my regular homeopathic doctor, Dr. Fior, and we've tried a whole bunch of remedies, and we haven't really zeroed in on it. And I'm wondering, you know, if you have some options that that might help.
0: Well, I'm a big believer in homeopathy, uh, but sometimes it's hard to find the right remedy. When right. I was of my asthma. Uh, It was the third remedy that actually took care of it. Um, So what I usually tell my patients, if you're working with a homeopathic doctor and, you know, take two or three different remedies it's not working, it's time to get a second opinion. Right, well. Where my advantage advantage comes in is I'm an ophthalmologist and a homeopathic doctor, so I understand uh, eye disease.
4: Right, right. He recommended I contact you, but for some reason, my emails get bounced all the time. So I'm not able to uh, send you the information, but I've got all the scans and everything that I I would. I would
0: give the office a call and I think it's on. uh, It's on the. Yeah, I've got the number here. Yes. Yeah, I would give them a call and I'd be happy to take a look and hopefully we can come up with a good homeopathic remedy
4: or any remedy, you know, I'm open to all alternative healing modalities.
0: But one comment I wanna make regarding this genetic defect, you know, most people when they find out they have a genetic defect, they think, oh, there's nothing I can do. Right. And now there's a whole area of um, medical research called nutrigenomics, Hmm. uh, where they're looking at ways of turning off the bad genes and turning on the good genes. So I do think that just because you have a genetic defect or a genetic link, doesn't mean it has to be manifest.
4: Right, well, cause for, for, you know, 60 some odd years, I was fine and then something happened and it flipped the switch. So if I flipped it on, I'm hoping I can flip it off.
0: Right, and that's where we wanna know is what flipped the switch. Right. And maybe that could lead us to the right homeopathic remedy.
4: Got it. All right, I will call the office. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, let's see here, Curtis. Uh, I just finished asking a couple of more questions. It's Jay again. Um, well, you know what? Uh, let's take another questions. We have a lot here, and uh, I want to try to get. I want to try to get to everybody. Okay. Well, it's just two quick things. One is they're recommending stitching down the eyelid. The I would research. have to. I, I would have to look at your eye records. Okay. I can't give you an opinion uh, okay. just on your description. You have a very complex case, Got it. and it <laughs> wouldn't be fair to you for me to give a, an opinion without looking at your eye records. Okay, is that fair? That's fair. And would you work with someone from Mass Eye and Ear? I certainly. I work with doctors all the time. From Mass. From Mass Eye and Ear. Well, not particularly from our SI but from other institutions. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, a question here: Would the eye program with the microcurrent help with neuropathy of the feet? Well, we do have a lot of protocols that treat neuropathy. That's not my area of expertise, but actually. Uh, The microcurrent works very, very well with neuropathy, diabetic neuropathy, just all sorts of neuropathy. We have different protocols for that. Um, Another question about uh, a genetic condition, PXC Mm -hmm. with macular degeneration. Uh, I would have to look at your records, but generally speaking, as I mentioned, just because you have a genetic condition, that doesn't mean that that condition needs to be expressed. You know, there are treatments that can help turn off the bad genes and turn on the good genes. And there's a question here about, uh, can eye floaters be cured? Uh, We never like to use the word cure. Um, We're looking at terms of, you know, reversing your eye problems. It's kind of like saying, can you cure aging? Well, we can certainly do things to help slow the aging process and maybe reverse it. Uh, But floaters, I think if we look at the underlying problem with floaters uh, and then we address that, your floaters are going to improve. And as I mentioned, floaters will um, be kind of like an indication of something else going on in your body. Why are you getting the floaters? Is it due to toxins? Is it due to a metabolic problem? Is it due to stress? Is it due to a circulation problem? I mean, there's all things we have to look at. And once we address the underlying cause, that's where we can get a good, um, uh, beneficial, uh, positive change in your body. Um, will this presentation be up for a second review after today? Well, I think because we've had such a successful response and uh, my apologies to uh, anyone who I'm not able to take your question. we will probably be having this again. We may have this on a, a regular basis. You know, years ago, for 21 years, I had a call-in talk radio show called um, Healthy Vision. And uh, this was broadcasted in Arizona every Sunday for 21 years. Can you believe that? And I would take questions just like I am right now, Uh, but um, I'm no longer doing the radio show. So I think that I am going to be repeating this and I'll, I'll let all of you know. Has anyone ever improved glaucoma? I always read that the optic nerve never regenerates. Well, false. I believe in miracles. I have seen optic nerve regeneration. I have seen improvement of the visual field. I have seen improvement of the nerve fiber layer. And if you do go to my website and look under the published studies article, I published um, a review of treatment of all my glaucoma patients and you can see those results. Now, one thing is glaucoma is a very serious disease. And it's one of the few eye diseases that can lead to total blindness if it isn't treated properly. By total blindness, I'm talking about midnight coal mine blindness. So usually, I have to be very, very careful with glaucoma patients. I don't want them to stop their eye drops. Uh, I may advise you to have surgery. Um, we want to do whatever we can to keep your eyes healthy and save your eyesight. I think The biggest deficiency that traditional ophthalmologists have with glaucoma, they just look at the pressure. Glaucoma is a disease of the optic nerve. And anything we can do to help improve the function of the optic nerve is really going to help the condition. So if we can improve the circulation of the optic nerve, if we can um, uh, improve the oxygenation of the optic nerve, you're going to get an improvement of vision. Does the program work well for CRVO? That's central retinal vein occlusion. I've treated many patients with central vein occlusion, and one of the problems is the inflammation in the eye. And we want to understand the underlying cause. You know, central retinal vein occlusion is like a stroke in the eye. We got to do things to help your overall vascular system. So, uh, yes, uh, we can help folks with essential central retinal vein occlusion. So, The question here regarding myopia in a young person, 24 years of age. Generally speaking, I don't treat uh, refractive problems. By refractive problems, I, I mean myopia, uh, hyperopia, presbyopia, Certainly all the therapies that I talk about can benefit uh, a refractive problem. And I've had some patients had an improvement uh, of their vision and maybe their refractive error. Myopia is interesting and that I think it's due to uh, uh, high sugar content in our diet. And also it's due to uh, not using your eyes properly. I would suggest you download my book, The Ten Essentials to Save Your Sight and read the first couple of chapters because those can be very beneficial in helping to reverse uh, refractive problems. Let's see, Mary, uh, you have your hand up. Uh, let me... Mary, are you there? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you.
2: Yeah. Um, I've put it on the message as well, so you can just ignore that. Um, I've had acupuncture for macular degeneration, and um, I'm taking all the recommended supplements. I've improved my diet, started exercising, but it's wet macular uh, degeneration in my left eye, but it's getting worse. And, of course, the hospital only recommend injections,
0: which I don't really want, but now I've run out of ideas. I um, I like um, like, uh, acupuncture, acupuncture can be very, very helpful, it depends on the skill of the acupuncturist, but acupuncture is putting energy into the body, much like microcurrent does. I kind of like microcurrent better than acupuncture, because once you invest in the microcurrent machine, this is something you can do every day. All right, you mean I could do the
2: microcurrent on my own, because there's nobody near where I live that, that does it. Yes, I like my
0: approach is I like to empower patients. Yeah, And, you know, if you have your own microcurrent machine, not only can you treat your eye, but you can treat neuropathy, musculoskeletal problems. I mean, I travel with my microcurrent machine all the time. Uh, Just the other day, I had uh, some soreness in my toe and I treated it. Um, And then also uh, other things, you know, I just have to make a comment right now. I think the most important thing that we all can do is look at our diet. You know, we Mm -hmm. are what we eat. And I think one of the biggest problems, especially in the United States, is the quality of the food with preservatives. And, uh, you know, nothing's fresh, the excess fat and sugar. And we're killing ourselves with the food that we eat. Uh, food is our best medicine, and I would advise all of you to shift your diet more towards organic, raw fruits and vegetables. Eat a well-balanced diet. You know, certainly avoid genetically modified food and food with preservatives and, and things like that.
4: My
2: friends are going to die. So where would I get where would I get the microcurrent
0: machine? Is the one you recommend? Well, I would first first step would be to send your records uh, to the okay. office, and review them, yeah, to make sure that you're a good candidate for the program, right. And then, if you are a good candidate, we'll let you know, and then we would set up a consultation. Okay. We just don't sell the microcurrent machine. The microcurrent no. machine has to be uh, under a doctor's supervision. Okay. Um, and uh, that's why uh, it's important to me that I program and customize uh, your machine for your particular problem. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, does the program work to cure advanced mature cataracts? Well, advanced mature cataracts, it's unlikely, out of all the conditions I treat, cataracts are probably the toughest. And I would say that if you have extremely advanced cataracts, um, it's gonna be unlikely that we can reverse them. But the big question is why do you have advanced cataracts? You know, when I do mission work in Africa, I see young men and women in their twenties with cataracts so advanced they're blind. It's hard to believe that they're blind. They can't see anything in front of their eyes. And this is due, I think, to nutrition. So if you do have an advanced cataract, you have to ask yourself why did I develop this cataract? And I think a big issue is nutrition, stress. So one thing I like to look at is addressing those underlying causes because if you don't look at those underlying causes, then it's gonna to lead to other problems, maybe macular degeneration, glaucoma, maybe heart problems, uh, Alzheimer's, etc. Uh, My doctor suggested surgery for removal of a retinal membrane due to scar tissue. I would have to look at your records, but I think surgery should always be the last choice, not the first choice. And Depending on the location of the scar tissue and the underlying cause, there are some therapies that may help uh, resolve that. And give you better uh, functioning vision so make sure that um, you send me your records all right look, look here there's one question here that i've sent records to your office and haven't uh, haven't heard back from your office well We did have a uh, problem with uh, office staffing for a while. In fact, we lost two of our employees. Can you imagine that? They just gave me a notice. (laughs) We're no longer working. So we did have a rather stressful time. My wife pitched in to help. And now um, Chris Spellman's working. And she was one of our top employees years ago. She used to work in Florida. And she was very active when we had our office. And we were seeing people would uh, come in for a couple of days. So Chris is available. And uh, it always upset me when I hear from patients that their phone calls aren't returned or, you know, it's my utmost duty to give you the best possible service. And anytime you call the office and leave a message, uh, the staff is instructed to get back to you uh, within 24 hours. Um, so we hope to accomplish that.
1: Let's see here if there's any
0: other.
2: I'm gonna say there's
0: very common. I'm hoping that I got all the questions here in the chat. Uh, let's see here.
3: Um, I have a question in the chat and it's about extreme white light, light. I have glaucoma And I'm finding that when I go to the store, the light is so white, I can barely see anything, as well as the light in the house. Someone came out and put LED bulbs throughout my complete house. Um, It's an offer. It was a free offer, so I accepted it. But it's making everything white. Well,
0: I can probably give a whole hour talk on the dangers of certain wavelengths of light. there's a brilliant researcher, Abram Hyam, And if you go to Kondrat Podcast, go to KondratPodcast.com, I have a recording of his interview. And certain uh, spectrums of light can be extremely toxic, especially some of the fluorescent lights and LED lights. So to put it in a nutshell, um, our body needs blue light during the day and red light at night. So if you're using blue, uh, those compact fluorescent lights at night, you're overusing your computer, that's the blue spectrum of light. You wanna avoid that at, uh, at night. You need blue light during the day. That's why God made the sky blue and the ocean blue. We need blue light during the day, but at night when the sun sets, there's a spectrum shift more towards red light. Unfortunately, Uh, our our government is forcing us to use these compact fluorescent lights, which give off a blue spectrum. And Professor Abraham Hayam has done some research, and he feels that this could be one of the most catastrophic events in the history of our health. It's uh, linked to certain types of cancer, Uh, I think uh, diabetes, uh, macular degeneration, the unwanted blue light at night. Many eye doctors recommend that you use blue blockers. You may have heard of that, blue blockers. It's like an amber um, uh, coating on the lens, which blocks the blue light. Uh, And I think that those can be very helpful if you wear them at night, not during the day. We need blue light during the day. We just have to avoid it at night. Extreme sensitivity to light is a homeopathic symptom. It's a strong homeopathic symptom. So when I hear something like that, um, I'm kind of narrowed in on certain homeopathic remedies that might help. So if you haven't had a, a homeopathic consult, that's something you might want to consider. Oh, I
3: will, thank you. Uh, thank you. See the, the, the Abraham, what was
0: his
2: last name again?
0: Haim, H-A-I-M, if you go to Kondrat Podcast, all one word, Kondrat Podcast, and search for his name or light therapy, it was one of the most fascinating uh, interviews uh, that I had. And it really changed my opinion uh, about light, that light can be a powerful therapeutic tool, and it can also be something very, very dangerous. There's a question here. Can we use red light therapy for our eyes? Well, uh, there are certain uh, <clears throat> spectrums. I, I like the red infrared light. Uh, it can help improve uh, circulation. I interviewed um, an individual who talked about the Comra or Delta laser. If you go to the vision event, uh, there are were two talks on light therapy. So generally speaking, I can't say that red light is good for your eyes, it all depends on the eye condition. uh, Because red light is putting energy into the eye. So for example, if you have wet macular degeneration, or iritis or inflammation, you don't want to have red light that puts more energy in, you want to have light that has a calming effect. But that's one of the reasons why a part of my program, we do um, uh, uh, customize the light therapy for you. And I'm a big advocate of something called syntonic uh, light therapy, which is customized to your eye problem and also your overall general health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A question here on astigmatism. Um, it, astigmatism, there's a lot of confusion about astigmatism. I would say that 75% of the population has some form of astigmatism. Uh, of course, you can have a high degree of astigmatism, which can cause problems in your eye. Basically, what astigmatism is the eye, uh, a healthy eye, is shaped run, like the top of a, of a ball, a basketball when you have astigmatism, there's a different radius of curvature, such so it <coughs>
1: football By
0: itself, it's not a serious problem because most forms of astigmatism can be corrected with eyeglasses. But uh, the, the person that asked that about the astigmatism, um, you know, make sure we take a look at your records and I can give you an opinion. Oh, and incidentally, I do not charge anything for a record review. I'm happy to review your records. I can't personally talk to you with the record review. Usually I write my opinion and I send it to Chris or someone in the office and they will get back to you regarding my recommendations. If you wanted a more personal um, uh, opinion, then you would have to set up a consultation with me. And that can be done through the office. So my main goal is to help all of you out there that have a vision problem. And probably the best way I can help you is is through my program, uh, my home program. And the home program includes uh, microcurrent light therapy, uh, nutritional supplementations and uh, a homeopathic remedy and homeopathic follow-up. That's probably the best way. And that's the way that most people will have uh, success and in, in improvement of their vision.
2: Uh, I have a question about uh, cataract surgery, um, if that's okay, um, which yeah. is, oh, I haven't got my camera on, but maybe that doesn't matter. Um, which is that um, in the old days, they before they had lenses, they used to just remove the the, le- the lens Um, I know that there's some concerns of having a, I mean, I know if one can reverse it naturally without um, surgery, that's the ideal. But if one does end up needing surgery for cataracts, would there be um, uh, any advantages to um, not putting in an, an artificial lens and having no lens and using glasses to gain one's vision? I know there would be... I imagine there would be sensitivity to daylight. Um, anyway, I just wanted to know your thoughts on that as a-, a
1: um... I
0: think that um, the, the state of the art with surgery right now is to uh, replace the cataract with an artificial lens. Lens, yeah. There are probably more disadvantages in not doing that because you would need to really thick cataract glasses which um, actually cause a lot of distortion in vision. And sometimes those glasses are worse than the cataract. Uh, The other option would be to wear a contact lens. But I think a contact lens makes you more prone to eye irritation and infection. So the bottom line is, I would talk to your surgeon and probably um, get his advice. (coughs) That's, there are many, many different styles of uh, intraocular lenses now too and once again you know i'm not against cataract surgery i think that sometimes you know cataract surgery can be a miracle i am against having cataract surgery done uh, unnecessarily mm. you know when the cataracts are at an early stage uh, my opinion is that if you have a cataract and you're not able to function you're not able to do your daily activities, you're having trouble, and maybe you tried alternative therapies for a couple of months and you haven't had improvement, then I'm the first one to say that you should probably undergo a surgical procedure. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay, we have about 10 more minutes left in the call. So if any of you do have a a question, um, oh, here's one. How long should I wait before having injections? Uh, That is a tough question to answer without me looking at your eye records. The bottom line is, I think long-term injections do not help. Many studies have been done to show that uh, there was a five year study done, and after five years, all of the patients who had injections had a decrease in vision. Uh, injections can help early on, but long term, they just don't help. Uh, my advice typically to someone who has mm-hmm. wet macular degeneration is to begin alternative therapies if. Your vision is stable or getting better, you don't need injections. But if you if you're doing alternative therapies like microcurrent light therapy, homeopathy, and your vision is getting worse, then I would be the first one to say you should have an injection. And I would say probably about 10 to fifteen percent of patients that I treat with wet macular degeneration do need an injection. And majority of them. Were able to stop the injections, and Im- improve their vision, so they no longer need injections. Um, let's see, Curtis, you have your hand up. Um, uh, Curtis, do you hear me? That I, you still may be muted. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you. Is this Curtis?
5: Yeah, you, you can hear me now. Yep, I hear you. Okay, thanks for taking my call. A year ago, I had cataract surgery in both eyes uh, removal. And after that, on follow-up visits, they determined that I had uh, a swelling in my retina. So uh, I referred to a retina specialist. He started giving me drops for what do you call it, steroid drops. And I, don't, I had mixed, mixed success with that. So. I'm just reaching out to you to, you know, what are your thoughts on, I think they call it, call it cystoid macular. Cystoid macular, and that's one
0: of the reasons, one of the reasons, Curtis, I don't like to rush into cataract surgery,
5: right.
0: uh, because, you know, there are side effects.
5: Right. And I okay.
0: believe that you should look at, you know, the underlying cause of the cataract. Uh, okay. um, now, the cystoid macular edema, is the result of uh, inflammation after the cataract surgery so okay. we number one we would want to f- try to find out what's causing the inflammation maybe it could be okay. your diet the circulation and then we would want to begin treatments to reduce the inflammation naturally like microcurrent okay. like therapy and homeopathy so i'd okay. be happy to take a look at um, your eye records and you know give you a uh more um a definitive opinion based on you know what i see in your eye records
5: okay yeah they were saying you 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 do you guys do have or your office has the eye records okay great so, so i guess we need to follow up with a i guess a personal consultation at some point is that what you suggest yeah i give the
0: office a call and, and see what the options are
5: okay okay,
0: okay thank do- you Sure. Uh, let's see. There was a call here. Uh, I think I lost you, Kurt. Uh, no. Sure. Somebody had their hand up.
1: I did. Oh yeah. Oh. So you had a question? Um, yeah, I'd like to. I uh, yes, I do. Uh, in terms of best way to proceed with this, uh, my current condition is uh, stage one cataract, and. My, I have no visual field loss, but my IOP, since age 25, I'm 70. My IOP has been around 25, uh, medicated with uh, latanoprost and Um The, the question I, I, I have is the source of what initially, well, initiated me going to ophthalmologist at age 25, and that's that uh, I went to bed fine, woke up the next day, I had glaring from lights, halos around lights, cloudiness, fogginess, and uh, that's never been resolved, and no physician has really offered an opinion. Well, I'd have to take a look at your records because you have a couple
0: of things going on. You have the early cataracts and the elevated pressure. I want to really get uh, you know an evaluation of uh, what's going on inside the eye. Do You have optic nerve damage, how bad the cataracts are? and then we can kind of structure uh, a program for you to treat your specific problem.
1: Okay. I'll, I'll get my records to you. Um, I have no, okay. no optic nerve damage no field damage. Thank
0: you. Okay, I'll well, that's that. good Thank because you. with the high pressure, we're worried about um, uh, field damage and nerve damage. So it's always better to catch the problem early, you know, before Uh, permanent damage or damage develops.
1: Thank you. I'll I'll get records
0: to you then. Thank you. There's a question uh, about diet. What diet do you suggest for macular degeneration? Well, download my best-selling book, 10 Essentials to Save Your Sight. It's free on my website. And download the book in the first chapter. is all about diet, which I think that There's a reason why it's the first chapter and it's the longest chapter because I think food is our best medicine and we are what we eat. So those of you out there who haven't read my book, at least read the first chapter, okay? Another question, does Oclomet help with cataracts? I think that that's one of the only eye drops in my experience that I have seen help reverse cataracts is Oclomet. Occlumet is kind of a nutritional drop. When you do develop a cataract, uh, they've discovered that there's a decrease in vitamin C and glutathione in the fluid around the lens of the eye or the cataract. So this eye drop helps replenish that nutritional deficiency. The Occlumet along with the microcurrent and light therapy is a really good combination to help reverse cataracts. But One of the underlying problems of cataract is elevated lead. And I think that we like to do a urine test to see if you have elevated lead. If you do, then we really need to look at uh, doing some type of program to remove the lead because if you don't remove that underlying cause, the cataracts are not going to get better. Another question here, can fasting help remove eye floaters. Um, I think in some cases, fasting can, especially if you have an extremely toxic and an inflammatory diet. Uh, By an inflammatory diet, let's say you have a lot of dairy, sugar, uh, preserved foods, genetically modified
1: food, all those things could be contributing to your eye floaters. Okay, any other questions? I think
0: I... Okay, well, if there's no other questions, we're coming to the close of the hour. I want to thank all of you uh, for uh, joining this meeting. and we plan to have um, these meetings uh, maybe every month. Uh, and the office will keep you up to date on that. And once again, I'm here to help you in any way I can. Those of you that have not sent in your records for a, a review, uh, please do that and I'll take a look at them. Those of you that would like to take the next step to begin working with me uh, in my Restore Vision program, uh, now would be the best time because. I, I guess you know inflation is hitting us right now, and uh, we are going to be increasing the cost of our Restore Vision program. But I'm trying to honor the existing um, fee for that as long as we can. So you can give Chris uh, at the office a call, and she can give you more
1: details on well, the
0: Restore Vision ever. program. 126
1: ever. Or How
3: 78.
1: Like How do I stop this?
0: Just Okay. Just, uh, what's what's the done fee done? for the um, program? Uh, uh, you can talk. I don't want to get involved with fees. You can talk to Chris and she okay. can go over all that with you. And It's also on our website. All right. Nice. All right. I want to thank everybody. Uh, blessings to you all and I hope all of you have uh, success in uh, your eye problems and restore any lost vision that you have. Blessings to everyone.
4: Thank you. So this is recorded, so I can listen to it again.
0: We'll we'll post it online. It is being recorded. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you.